Good afternoon, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. This is Dave here with another episode of What Does Dave Think? And boy, I tell you, the last six, seven days of the world has been a little crazy, hadn't it? Um, That's something we're going to talk about, something we're going to get into a little bit. But um, before we get too deep into this, I want to go ahead and say... One, I'm not someone that picks sides, so if you're looking for me to be a Trump fan, if you're looking for me to be a Biden fan, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're looking for what I think is good for the world and what I think is fair and what I think is realistic, then you've probably come to the right place. Does that mean that I tell things like it is? You bet. Now, there's been a lot of craziness going on when the Electoral College tried to certify the election. We all saw the invasion or riots on the Capitol building, whatever term you want to use, and everybody's got their feelings. The you know huge Trump fans out there screaming freedom of speech, and you know we're allowed to do this and. You know, then you've got the Biden fans out there, all this is wrong. And, you know, you've got a lot of Trump folks out there that are, you know, have killed their affiliation with the president or the Republican Party that are able to say, hey, this isn't right. This isn't democracy. This isn't American. This isn't civil, if you will. That's the word I'm looking for, civil. Now, with that said, I tend to agree with the civil folks, regardless of what side you're on, whether you're Republican, whether you're Democrat, or whether you're somewhere in between. Um, Some people say with the words and tweets and social media actions of our president that he caused a lot of this to happen. He certainly didn't do anything to tell people to not do anything. I'll say that much. Um, Until it was too late. Then he told, you know, some of the protesters how special they were, how much he respected them. And yes, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, you know, and what he thought, you know, they should go home and they should be peaceful. Now, we did, unfortunately, have an officer that lost his life during this and that that's terrible it's terrible when anybody loses their life when there's civil unrest it's absolutely terrible Uh, prayers go out to that family we had some folks get arrested we had a guy prop his feet on nancy pelosi's desk um you know we had people climbing on the capitol building and I saw something on the internet in a credible place because during this process we've had to learn to separate what is credible news versus what is, you know, might be deemed less credible, if you will. It makes you wonder if some of this was an inside job. Yeah, it does because I don't think And I've only been to the Capitol building one time, and that was on a school field trip. 
I don't think that the general public on a given day can get to where some of these people made it to. And I mean that before you get even get to the door. I was shocked to see that people were allowed that close to the building, much less on the building, much less able to touch the building, much less able to make their way inside of the building. And even if you did make your way inside the building, I certainly thought we had enough security checks and balances to keep people out of the interpersonal space of the building, such as the Capitol floor, the Senate floor, and certainly Nancy Pelosi's office. You know, for me, that was, you know, just seeing that and looking at that as a American citizen, it made me wonder, well, gee, if a group of unorganized protesting Americans can get that deep into, you know, the Capitol building, and the Capitol building is supposed to be one of the safest places in America, how far could somebody get, you know, such as somebody who was, had planned and had thought things out and had intended to do serious harm? It almost makes it look like, I'm not going to say it was planned, that's too far, but maybe they were let go a little bit. Maybe security overall was a little lax. Some have said maybe it's an inside job. I don't want to go that far, but I can certainly, you know, see where somebody could reach that. Uh, we did see a security guard taking photos with one of the protesters, if you will, uh, that kind of made you wonder about the whole thing, and I don't know, what are your thoughts, what are your thoughts, leave me a comment, leave me a message, I'll play it here on the channel, I'm very, very interested into what your thoughts might be, you know, could it have been an inside job, could it have been Partly an inside job. I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. I can see both ideas here. Some have gone so far as to say some of these senators might have been involved in planning it. I'm not willing to go that far, but I can certainly see the reach point there. You know, I can see where people say that. Now, the fallout of this has been massive because, you know, the belief is that Trump, you know, instigated some of this. He's lost a lot of his inner circle. The education secretary, Nancy DeVoe, has resigned, uh, which now she was the one that was wanting to take money away from the Special Olympics. So... Personally, I'm kind of okay with that, to be honest. Her resigning, that is. Now, you know, a lot of folks are saying it's time for impeachment. Well, it might be, but you're probably too late in the game 
because he's out of office here in a couple of weeks. So, not sure you've got time to pull that off. They've said something about, what is it, the 25th Amendment? That's also a possibility. Some have said he's having some mental issues. He's having a mental breakdown. Can't confirm or deny that, but certainly would not surprise me because the office of the president, win or lose an election, is one heck of a job to have to maintain. I'm sure there's stress there that you know we have no clue about. Uh, President Trump is not the youngest man in America. He's got a lot of personal things to worry about. He's got his children to think about. He's got some grandchildren to think about. So I can understand where he could be overstressed. He could be having a breakdown. I'm not making excuses for the man. I could see that as being possible. Now, the fallout from this that has upset a lot of people Facebook has banned Donald Trump's account. Twitter has banned Donald Trump's account. Twitch even banned Mr. Trump's account. I did not know he was a game streamer, but hey. Um, Parler got themselves in a little hot water. Now, that is a Facebook alternative that is supposed to be a big supporter of free speech. They have been removed from the Google Play Store and Apple gave them 24 hours to get some sort of moderation in place or they were threatening to remove Parler from the App Store. I have not signed up for Parler. Don't necessarily want to go over there. Don't know what's going on over there. If you know what's going on over there, have an account, feel free to leave us a message. We will chat about it. Now, with that said, our country has been in a place that we've never seen before. We have never seen a, a president, to my knowledge, impeached twice in one term. We have certainly never seen a president incite violence or any sort of protest, to my knowledge. We've certainly never seen the 25th Amendment invoked. I know um, I saw something yesterday where Nancy Pelosi was given the nuclear codes for the country, if you will. Um, interesting things going on, unprecedented things, things that you know, our young people will certainly be reading about and being told stories about later in school because, you know, the history books right now are being written and this is what the country's gone through now. You know, there, there, there's a blurred line of what free speech is and what free speech should be and some people assume that free speech you say what you want to say. Now, I get that, but I don't necessarily agree with it. I think there's limits on say what you want to say. I think when it incites violence or someone getting hurt or war or things along those lines, then we're past the point of the 
say what you want to say and we can't go there but you know some people feel otherwise and I respect their viewpoints I'm not you know knocking anybody but it does make me wonder what was the president thinking why did he think that what he had to say was going to keep people calm I would think that most people would want things to be calm during a time like that and it it surprised me that he went with less than calm now the online fallout has been rather large I've seen a lot of things online I thought I would never see and it makes people wonder is this time for online censorship and you know that's a topic for another podcast and we will have that podcast here in the near future some people are saying inauguration day that you know this or that are going to happen online who knows you know I, I i'm not going to speculate at this point i do think we're at the point of the world thinks and functions and makes decisions based upon people's feelings and people's feelers based on you know not wanting to hurt somebody or anticipating how somebody may feel you know that goes back to the old saying of participation trophies you know, some people back in school won awards or sporting awards and got a trophy. And these days, everybody gets a participation trophy because we don't want anybody left out. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I understand that. I think that's the type of world we're all headed to. And I think that's the type of world we're all going to have to learn to live in. You know, I think... You know, in America, we look at things, we look at people's skin color, and we classify. You're either black or you're white. Now, you know, I know there's others out there, but the main ones are black and white. And I think we're headed to a place, say, like China or Japan. You're not black or white. You're just an American you're an American and I don't know that that's wrong it's kind of like we call folks from Mexico Mexicans you know but here in the United States we've got to differentiate on skin color and I don't think we should I think that would solve a lot of things. But I don't think allowing people to say anything, and when I say anything, I literally mean anything they want to say, anywhere they want to say it, necessarily (laughs) fixes anything. I mean, you know, what's the old saying? There's a time and place for everything. You know, we certainly don't, run out in the streets naked and get away with it. There's a time and a place to run around naked. Hopefully that's with the doors and the windows closed in your own house. 
you know, and, and that's what I equate it to. We don't drive as fast as we want to. We have regulations. We have speed limits. If you want to drive as fast as you want, there's a time and place for that. It places racetracks or whatever the case might be. You know, that there's usually a safe way to do what most people want to do, if you think about it. I don't think it's a matter of censorship. I think it's a matter of being smart with your decisions instead of taking the attitude, well, today, this is what I want to do, so therefore, it's my right to do it. I'm going to go do it. Now, this has nothing to do with the coronavirus, COVID-19, lockdowns, shutdowns, vaccines, whatever. That's another podcast. Right now, we're just talking about where people think freedom of speech should be and where freedom of speech actually is, how it equivalates to the president. And some of his actions in the you know in the, in the recent days, some folks you know they like to say oh it's the left side oh it's the right side. That doesn't make you sound more educated. In some ways, you're making yourself sound not so smart. I'm just gonna call it what it is. You know. And you classify people based on something they say. A lot of people are saying what they don't know and are reacting upon what they don't know. And are just following a bandwagon because their friend on Facebook did or their work partner did or, you know, whatever the case may be. Some people are just running a bandwagon and some people don't know what bandwagon they want to be on. They've been on several bandwagons since this started. That's the reality. Now notice, I'm not picking sides here. I haven't said anything about Go Democrats. I haven't said anything about Go Republicans. I haven't said anything about Go Trump. I haven't said anything about Go Biden. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm just laying it out there. You decide what you want to decide. I have put some personal feelings into it, yes. But I have not taken sides to the point of he's a Trumper, he's a Biden guy, he's this. You know, who cares? Who cares? You know, you, you, you step back and you look at the stimulus checks, for example. More importantly, even the first stimulus check that we received. Let me ask you a question. You know, those were pushed out mainly by President Trump. A lot of the folks that don't like Trump, you've took your stimulus check. Now, I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should. But I think we can all agree that well, if you didn't like the president or you don't like what he's done, at some point over his last four years, even if it's just a stimulus check, 
he has done something to benefit you. Something. Maybe it's small. But certainly something. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And even if you're a Trump fan, you know, some of you, you know, worship every word the guy says. And and for me, and being of the age that I am, I learned about some of the cults that were formed when I was in school. Now, I'm not going that far, so don't, don't, don't jump me. But there's a definition of a Trump supporter. I voted for Trump. And then we get into the area of I'm a Trump follower. Okay, and then some would take it a step further. I'm not willing to do that. But I do think we have gone further than being a political supporter and supporting what his political views are at times. I think the Make America Great Again was a nice campaign slogan with the idea that we're putting power back into the hands of the American people, which can be taken as a great thing, but I believe that maybe at times we've taken that a little too far. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have you know, full freedoms and the right to do whatever we want to do, but it should be done in a controlled manner. What we saw this past week was not indicative of how America functions. It was not democratic. And I can only imagine what other nations around America felt like. Were they laughing? Were they saying, wow, we thought we were bad. Look at them. You know, what were they thinking? What are you thinking? You know, leave me a comment. You know, leave me something. You know, I get there's two sides to this, and people have separated it into Biden, Trump, Democrat, Republican. I get it. That's the way it's been separated. But I would be very interested in what you have to say. Leave me a little comment. Make it civil. Let's not get into accusations. That's not what I'm here to do. And I'm certainly not picking sides. I'm just talking based on my observations and things I have heard, things I have seen, and sharing some feelings. It's okay that you like Biden. It's okay that you like Trump with me. I'm not judging you. Tell me why you like what you like. Be civil about it. I'll listen. I'll play it on the air. You guys have a great weekend. We're going to talk again here shortly, probably within the, in the next day. 
and I'm going to go enjoy a Saturday afternoon football game. On TV, that is. Take it easy. Have a good afternoon. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.